Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Hello, football fans, and welcome to the Onside Kick. My name is Ricky Widmer, and as always, I'm joined by the Mark Weber. Dub them ease. And Mark, this kind of podcast, we, we're, we're switching it up a bit. Yeah, I don't like it. If you Not are, happy about this. If you're catching the trend that we've been doing ever since, when did we do the AFC East one? Like a month ago almost? Count back. A couple months ago. Yeah. We've had a distinct rhythm. We do an AFC division. Then we do that NFC division. Back mm-hmm. to the AF, back to the NF. This week, we did NFC South last week. This was supposed to be the the West. We're starting with the AFC. Yep, the way it should be. However, Mark, we're switching things up, and we're doing the NFC West today. We're going to be talking about the Seahawks, the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. That's all this, this all that this division has is the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Well, Nick Foles showed up. So this is a real division. Okay, now. so we have Cardinals, we have Seahawks, and we have the a Nick quarterback Foles. who is as good as Peyton Manning. Some, some would, would say. say. Some would um, say that means that Russell Wilson can defeat him, right? Because Russell Wilson's undefeated against Peyton Manning. That depends if God's talking. To him. <laughs> if God talks to him in the game, he throws interceptions. If God leaves him alone, then he does a good job and wins. But let's start with that, Russell Wilson. Yeah, he's crazy, right? <laughs> I mean, I, we're going to make a lot of jokes about Russell Wilson. I will get no, out of the way and say Mark is he make a is lot a of great jokes. quarterback. He deserves good things. For those of for those that may not know but what he's you're talking insane. about, for those who may not know what you are talking about, let them in on what so, this joke is about. Russell Wilson, it's not a joke. It's a real thing. <laughs> no, you're joking about it. I'm not I'm joking. He really said this. <laughs> he said in some interview. That well, first of all, he doesn't have sex with his girlfriend. That's perfectly fine. You can do whatever you want. But say the but second part. The re- that this well, is what the you're reason joking. that he won't have sex with his girlfriend is because God told him, "Hey, don't." And it's not like God speaks to me, you know, how most Christians would say. You it's know? that he actually hears the words. God of is God. in his yeah. head, and God said, "Don't bang your girlfriend." Then God also apparently said to him, I don't know why this got revealed like a month ago. (laughs) I don't know why it took months for this to happen. Um, But after he threw that interception because they decided not to run it with the best running back in the entire league um, when they were, you know, on the one yard line. But he throws that interception. And when he's walking off, I don't remember the exact quote, but God said literally he hears the voice in his head. So he says um, that God said. I'm just testing you. I want like I something along the lines of I wanted to see how you would react and I want you to show them how you react. And why? I don't know. Maybe God had a bet on, you know, them losing and he wanted that big uh big payout because everybody thought the Seahawks would beat the here's Patriots. The, here's the exact quote, and I'm quoting this from Pro Football Talk, uh and NBC Sports website. They took this from the interview where he says, 
that play happens in the Super Bowl where it got picked off, and they pick the ball off, and I take three steps, and on the third step, God Similar says— Similar to Jesus rising yeah. in three days. <laughs> on the third step, God says to me, I'm using you, dot, dot, dot. I want to see how you respond, but most importantly, I want them to see how you respond. Also, don't bang your girlfriend. So, that deal is still well, there. This is the one thing I think of when I hear this. You you got the symbolism. The mm-hmm. On the third step, God spoke to him. Does he think he's Jesus? Probably. Because the way the way he heard the saying from God, which he could have, God could be speaking to him, but I'm using no, you. But sure. The not just the I want to see how you respond. But most importantly, I want them to see how you respond. Mm-hmm. Like this is a purpose not for you, but for the greater all man. Of humanity. Yeah. yeah. Like he. No, I mean, I I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to be overly mean because I know a lot of Christians out there uh, do believe, and I mean other faiths hey, too, do believe that their God speaks to them in I, various ways. I believe God speaks to me, but and he if doesn't that's actually what you believe, talk in my yeah, head. If that's what you believe, that is 100% fine. I've heard it, people say, you know, like you're walking down the street at night mm-hmm. and you see the flicker in the street light and that's God's just, God just letting you know he's there. Can I give you, and that's okay. can I give you a God's honest story right now? Sure. This was, I had to be like seven years old mm-hmm. and my uncle Babe, I, I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast, but my uncle Babe passed away mm-hmm. and every single time uncle Babe would come to a party, he would say, oh, it looks like you need a haircut, bub. You need to know that for what prescribed now. Mm-hmm. This was after he had passed away. I'm like seven. I went out with my mom and her friend. We went to like Kohl's and the mall and I'm just... Making a huge stink. Like, I don't want to be there. My mom's like, you know what? You get through this. I'll take you to Blockbuster. Oh, (laughs) that's how dated this story is. It has a Blockbuster in it. And we walk in. My mom goes to the movies. I go to the games. I pick my two games. We meet towards the middle. And this guy, white hair, Mm -hmm. all white attire and a cane, walks up to us, says, Looks like you need a haircut, bub, and walks back mm-hmm. to the back of the blockbuster. Me and, and my disappeared. mom freaked out. We got the hell out of there as fast as we could. And when we got back to the, into the car, my mom goes to her friend, hey, can I ask you something? And she goes, what? Did anyone else go in there after me and Ricky went in there? And her friend said, no. You guys walked in, and the only other people to use those doors or when you guys walked out. That mm-hmm. is, to me, an example of God speaking to you. But I don't literally hear mm-hmm. and, uh, God and, in yeah. my head. And I mean, various people, whether you want to believe it or not, it doesn't matter. It's not relevant right now. But we're just talking about those because of stories. Now, when you say that he's in your head, literally you hear a voice. You're insane. I, I don't care. <laughs> you are insane. Um, there's no way around that. Get mad at me in the comment section if you'd like, or at the Mark Weber on Twitter. The um, Mark Weber. Dub them that. Ease, guys. The Mark Weber, not um, Ricky Widmer. So he's insane. Now, I mean, if you're in a tough spot, if you're Pete Carroll, because what are you going to say to Russell Wilson? I mean, really, what are you going to say to him? He's a Nothing. he's an amazing you quarterback. You let it be. But Business at the same time, you sit there and you're like. Oh man, I'm getting kind of nervous here. Like, <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? Are, are you gonna? Are you on drugs? Are you going to freak out? Are you literally going insane? Do I need to call somebody? This is gonna put the final kibosh on it for me before mm-hmm. we get into the 
more the, the business contract side, the contract discussion. Side the way I see this is why. Oh, I got is, something about that contract too. This is just Russell. Like this is just his way of. But no, he was. Past, remember like, when everybody said he was the humble quarterback? Yeah. What happened to that? He thinks he's Jesus or something. I he doesn't but actually he's think he's Jesus. It. But I he very just, well might. Honestly, I just think this is him. You through his faith, mm-hmm. this is him trying to get over that moment instead of being the guy that said, like, why didn't we just hand it off and trying to cut? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, there are tons of athletes that would have turned on their coach and said, yeah, we made the wrong choice. I would have just handed it off for sure. Or the thing that is my head mm-hmm. is if I'm Russell Wilson and I know that I got Marshawn behind me, I'm calling an audible at the line to give it to Marshawn. If he was a real leader who knew I he was going to get that contract. Game. He really wants to get that contract, mm-hmm. prove you're a leader. But no, I think um, the the thing I do want to say about that, I, it's possible it's a coping mechanism and things like that. That's that's I, the way I see it. I think it's it doesn't sh- it's not a sign of good mental health though. In fact, that's a sign of really bad mental health. If he needs, if he literally thinks there's somebody in his mind Mark, talking to him, Mark, he needs to see somebody. That's for minds that are more qualified than I. I mean at that. I, I took psychology 101, and I know that if you think somebody is speaking to you in your head, drop what you're doing and call a therapist. I mean, that that's I'm, – I'm sorry. I, I just honestly, like, I don't want to get, you know, preachy or anything, but I'm honestly – hearing these things, as much as I joke about it, I'm honestly kind of worried for Russell Wilson. That's very concerning. Now, to be fair, he could be bullshitting. He could be honestly making it up, and he knows and he's making it up. I mean, I'm up. not going to say that he is, but I'm going we back don't know to what I said. Or this could just be a coping mechanism He could also mechanism be just exact, in some way. But, yeah, that's not a good thing, though. That's why I'm saying, hey, like— people get through things differently. But when you hear voices in your head, that's very unhealthy. Who knows um, if he actually hears that's them? That's what I'm saying. He could obviously—he could just be exaggerating something. Uh, but going off of this— if he does have God in his head, you think God would say, hey, calm down with the money talks. Take mm-hmm. less. I want you to lead by example. Um, well, because, I mean, through all the teachings in, you know, this big book. Yeah. They call, I think it's called the Bible. I'm pretty sure Jesus never I'm took any paychecks. I'm pretty sure that there's stories in there about Jesus getting mad when, uh, especially like when people used his home as a, uh, mm-hmm. as a, as a market, I believe. Yeah. But let's get into that. The Russell Wilson contracts not the bible and this is the this is a case in point Mm. seahawks and wilson are not on the same page wilson says i'm shutting down negotiations if i don't have a deal by friday he should he should focus on the season because he's on he's on a contract for this season focus on the season i don't look at it as a focus on the season move i look at it and i mean it's russell wilson so i don't think this matters that much. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shut him down because I'm just going to play that much better so that I can ask for more money. But I want to come back and say, Russell Wilson, you did not throw the ball more times than any other quarterback. Like who started roughly mm-hmm. the same season, you know, uh, amount of time he threw the ball the least. So I don't understand. I mean, yes, he's a great quarterback. He's a great part of that team. And I'm not taking anything away from him, but I'm just sitting there saying when you're on this powerful of a team, he's not happy. I think, I mean, he's happy, but he's mm-hmm. not happy contract wise that Russell Wilson's still there. 
because now he's a lot less valuable because when the, you know, when it was on your hands, you threw an interception and everyone's sitting there going, Marshawn would have got it in. We would have won if we handed out to Marshawn, you know, and that's, yeah, but it's unfortunate. He can't do anything about that. that against him. That's against Pete Carroll. Yeah, but that's in your mind, too, when no, you're sitting there. You're thinking you could have audible. You could have audible. You could have been the leader. Peyton Manning would have done that. Tom Brady would have done that. And that's what you want to know. It's the thing I have to say to that. Mm-hmm. That's why in the like quarterback tier rankings that ESPN came out with. Mm-hmm. That's why Russell Wilson is in tier two. Yeah. And he's not with Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Eli, Aaron Rodgers in number one. And I just think that here's my thing about Russell Wilson. I really like Russell Wilson. I really liked him coming out of college. I think he's the perfect quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. But with that being said, you know, you could put Andy Dalton in there Mm -hmm. and they would still be in the Super Bowl. Uh, You could put. Ryan Tannehill in there and they would still be in the Super Bowl. I don't think Russell Wilson is really adding all that much. The best thing he adds is that he's really smart and he doesn't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. He runs around backwards a lot, but he doesn't make mistakes. Um, I, I feel like for the Seattle Seahawks, they have most leverage. They Unfortunately, they don't want to lose Russell Wilson because that looks bad. How could you possibly let Russell Wilson go? Um Especially Pete Carroll, the guy who found Russell yeah, Wilson, I, essentially. But they have all the leverage. They don't have to pay him anything. See, and the thing I can't help but think of is you can't let Russell Wilson go. But, however, it's you hear it anywhere where they talk about these contracts. Mm-hmm. They got other things. They've got Bobby Wagner that they need to sign. They yeah, got, there's so many good players be- on that team. The best analogy I heard about it was this morning when I was listening to Mike and Mike on ESPN2 was I think it was Greeny said that Russell Wilson will get his deal and the way it'll hurt the Seahawks is they're going to lose guys that you've never heard of. Oh, yeah. But how it's going to be. That are going to become like the highest paid players on other teams. How it's going to be is you have four linebackers who are worth the money that are really good, can all be starters, well, great, you have this new contract. Now you're only going to have two, and you're going to be forced to be paying guys like $1 million just to be on the team who shouldn't even be on the team, who aren't that good. Mm-hmm. So just your talent at the defense is going to fall. And I'm looking at right now, I pulled up overthecap.com, has the quarterback contracts. Russell Wilson, his total guaranteed for this contract right now. It's like 10 bucks. It's like 2.9 yeah. million dollars. You want You want to know the quarterbacks that are above and below this contract? Yes. They have Mike Glennon who had a 3.1 million dollar deal and Thaddeus Lou or Bryce Petty who's at 2.8. That's, that's So sad. he's so he's getting paid the same amount, and I, He's getting paid and I get it. This is his rookie contract. Who was he was in the third round? So, so that's same as very he's getting little. the same as Bryce Petty. Mm-hmm. Mike Lennon is getting paid more than Russell Wilson right now. Yeah, that's very sad. Garrett Grayson is getting more money. Jimmy Garoppolo makes more money than Russell Wilson. Brock Osweiler makes mm-hmm. more money than Russell Wilson. 
These are backups. But this is part of the reason why that Seattle Seahawks team has been able to be so good. And, you know, mm-hmm. not only did they get great scouting, they got everything at the right time, but they don't pay their they, – they have a Tier 2 is what we declared him as and yeah. with ESPN, a Tier 2 quarterback that they're paying a Tier nothing like level, you know, you can make. I'll he, even say, I'll just even, based on that mm-hmm. ranking alone, because I think he was right behind Philip Rivers. If we just said yeah. fine, we're going to go. Got big bucks. Philip Rivers has about ninety-one point eight million total, and I think most. I'm going to use my quarterback as the example. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Jay Cutler. People would probably put him low tier three, maybe tier four, because people don't like his face. Cutler and has one hundred and twenty-six million exactly, and then you're comparing that 30% to like twenty guaranteed. bucks. Well, you know, for Russell Wilson, that's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Now, we we think about the Pro Bowl when the, the Seahawks sent like, well, I think it was five players to the Pro Bowl last year or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. remember what the actual number was, but and not all those guys are in their contract years or anything like that. But those are the kind of players where you're not going to be able to have all these guys because you can't pay all of them when you also have to pay 100 plus million. Russell Wilson wants to be the highest paid quarterback. He does not deserve to be the highest paid quarterback. I'm sorry. That goes to the well, and Tom Brady's kind of old now. But that mm-hmm. goes to your Aaron Rodgers. That goes to your Drew Brees, your Tom Brady, your Peyton Manning. Those are Andrew Luck. Even those are the guys who deserve to be the top paid quarterbacks. The reason I say Russell Wilson is not there is because Russell Wilson's not needed on this team. And I I hate to say that because the Seahawks are going to pay so much money for him and they're going to suffer for it when they could pay. A cheaper quarterback. I know, like a guy like Ryan Tannehill got paid big bucks. So did Andy Dalton. But they Ryan can, Tannehill's at seventy-seven million twenty-seven point nine guaranteed. But even twenty-seven point nine percent guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, even if you had the seventy-seven as opposed to mm-hmm. hundred and twenty million or whatever that Russell Wilson's hey, going to get, Brian Hoyer you're saving some money. Brian Hoyer and Matt Castle got ten point five this past offseason. Let's remember that Jake Delome went to a Super Bowl, guys. <laughs> who I, I'm blanking on whatever name of the uh, the Super Bowl winning quarterback that's not Joe Flacco from the Ravens. Um, who you, Trent Dilfer? Yeah, Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Guys, yeah, but that's the you same can, as Russell Wilson. They had a great that's what, defense. That's what I'm you. saying. Yeah. You can replace. I mean, Russell Wilson, without a doubt, is better than Trent Dilfer. Mm-hmm. Is better than Jake Delhomme. But you can yet put again a that guy Ravens in there. team had a guy that speaks to God and Ray Lewis. That's very true. But Ray Lewis but never did, heard it in his head. I don't think that Ray Lewis was talking to God. No, in no, that he one. just he felt like God speaks to me, but yeah. he never heard God's voice in his head. Yeah, and I think the whole Ray Lewis God thing kind of developed a little later on more too. No, I could it was be wrong. A, it was that. after his uh Miami University of Miami things incident. that allegedly happened. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and and you know, I don't want to. I don't want to harp on Russell Wilson too much because I know that's what we're doing right now. Russell Wilson's well, extremely talented and deserves I, so much. Here's what but I'm it's waiting for. It's just a bad for. situation. Here's what I'm waiting for. Is he going to get a contract like Joe Flacco, which is yes, 120.6 million, or like Cam Newton, who's still 103.8 million, or and this is an Russell Wilson, if you're listening, I know you're not, but if you're willing, no, he might if you're listening to this podcast, I advise you to take a page mm-hmm. out of the Tom Brady handbook. Tom Brady signed a contract that started, it actually starts this season, according to SpotRack, three years, $27 million. However, 
he's getting this season. He's got eight million and then six million signing. Nine million, six million signing bonus. Ten million, six million signing bonus. Mm-hmm. He's still getting money. It's just let's. It's not really counting against the cap. Yeah, let's so backload that into the signing bonus instead mm-hmm. of my base salary, so that we can keep guys. That's what I want Russell Wilson to do. Say, hey, let's not have this be my base salary. Mm-hmm. Let's go into signing bonus mode, and so that we can keep Bobby. Wagner. And this is the this is where I I don't know what to think about Russell because before I would totally say you know like two seasons ago I said yeah Russell Wilson's the guy to do mm-hmm. that now. That he and I, like I said, hate to keep harping on, but now that he literally thinks God is speaking to him in his head, at least that's what he tells us. Yeah, I don't think he is in any position to not take the biggest contract. I think he's sitting there going, "I want 150 million." Like he's saying, "I want something ridiculously set." Everything that's been reported so far is that he mm-hmm. wants to be the highest paid quarterback. He wants to be the highest paid NFL player in history. Is what he wants. And who are the Seahawks to say no to him? You know, you got this really young guy who deserves money, taking you to two Super Bowls, done amazing things. The team is great. He's fantastic. What are you going to do? I'm going to ask you two questions. Yeah. Number one, mm-hmm. do we see a deal by Friday? No. Number two, what's your percentage that Russell Wilson is not in a Seahawks jersey next season? Zero. I don't think there's a, the Seahawks cannot let him leave. What about Bobby Wagner? Is he going to leave? Um, does he not get paid? That's going to be, that's going to be, I'll give you like a 70% on that. So 70% Wilson stays Wagner leaves. No, no. 70% Wilson, that Wilson is on the Seahawks hundred percent. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. But 70%, 70% that Wagner, Wagner leaves. leaves. Yeah, yeah. Cause he, you just don't have the money. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the actual preview though of the teams. We'll start with the Seahawks. Cause we were harping about Russell Wilson. Their biggest move this season has to be the trade that they made. They trade their center, Unger, mm-hmm. for Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Boom. There you go, Russell Wilson. There's your Congrats, number one Congrats. You guys are back in the Super Bowl. <laughs> what What else? All right. That's good. Let's talk about the 49ers. Like, what else is there to do? <laughs> they just won. I don't, I don't know if you want to be talking about the Niners this season. I guess we'll have to because we're in we're the there. NFC West. But. I mean, really, though. I mean, to be fair, the Cardinals did some great things as mm-hmm. well. They are still a great I mean, team. They compete. This, the Rams are an okay team. They're The Rams are a good team. They will compete. Well, and I mean, but the Seahawks won. I mean, they've won the Super Bowl. And I mean, Bowl. don't get me wrong. The Seahawks did lose guys like their number one free agent that they lost, Byron Maxwell. He yeah. goes over to Philly. You lost James Carpenter to the Jets. You've got Tony, uh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but... Moiaka and O'Brien Schoenfield, they both go to Atlanta. And the guys they add, they add Will Blackman, Mr. Alexander. They add, um, I'm looking down, Jerron Johnson. A lot of just second-tier guys to me. And, Ricky, since you have the Seattle Seahawks preview video that we're Mm -hmm. doing, I'm going to go ahead and say the Seahawks are only losing one game. They are that good. And that game they lose will probably be to the Cardinals. Probably the last game of the season when the Seahawks don't even care anymore. Because I'm, what? Who I'm else glad, is going to beat them? I'm glad you made that because I don't have my computer in front of you or in front of me, so I cannot. I mean, spoil. What yeah, I mean the, the Cowboys, the, the Lions, the Packers. Yeah, they can be competitive, but <laughs> come on. But I mean, I mean the, this is too good of a team. The thing about the Seahawks is they didn't lose a lot. They didn't have to add a lot. I mean, in the draft, their first or they didn't have a number one pick. Their first pick at the end of the second round was a defensive end out of Michigan. 
and their draft wasn't even that sexy. This is a team that's going to ride that defense. They have Russell Wilson. They have Marshawn. And the they big got thing, Jimmy Graham. The big thing is that is their biggest acquisition. They mm. trade their center for it doesn't really matter if they have a center because Russell Wilson will just run around in the yeah. backfield. He'll run around for 20 yards and then throw it 50. And for some reason, every time he runs backwards, no one ever hits him. <laughs> I don't know how it works. I mean, it's well, Madden. And, well, and that's the big thing that I think I saw on SportsCenter today when we were talking about his contract was you look at Russell Wilson and he doesn't get hit a lot. They were mm-hmm. comparing it to like Big Ben early in his career. When Big Ben would just, guys would just bounce off of him. Yeah. Because Big Ben was a bigger guy than, and still is, than Russell Wilson. But Wilson doesn't get hit. That's why. Because he just runs. That's why he can demand more money. But His favorite movie is Forrest Gump. I'll let you pick. Which Mm -hmm. team do you want to go to next? Um, Well, the one thing I want to say before we get off of this, just because I have to do it one more time. Jimmy Graham would have caught the ball. There wouldn't have been an interception. So this, you know, they fixed the problem. Uh, for this, let's move over to yet another really talented team, the I Arizona knew, Cardinals. I knew you were going to pick them. I knew you, you were going to. to. And just to kind of look through what they got in the draft, their main picks was they got DJ Humphreys, offensive tackle out of Florida. They pick up a guy like Marcus Golson in the second round, defensive end out of Missouri. Free agent-wise, they pick up a guard in Mike Upati from uh, the 49ers. They do lose Cromartie to the Jets. They lose. They do lose mm-hmm. Sam Macho to your Chicago Bears. But then they had, like, Alfonso Denard from the Patriots, Corey Redding from the Colts. These are guys, 49ers, Patriots, Colts, winning traditions with all of these teams. And they also have Sean Weatherspoon from the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, the the Arizona Cardinals are a quarterback away from a Super Bowl. Eh. And the the Seahawks being there. I don't know. Carson Palmer, the thing about Carson He's not a real quarterback because he's never there. It's easier said than done, and you kind of touched on it. If he can stay healthy, he can have a great season this year. I mean, this is another team where, I'm telling you, put Ryan Tantahill in there, put Andy Dalton in there, Mm -hmm. and suddenly we have a team in the Super Bowl. But because everything is resting on Carson Palmer's knees that don't exist, yeah, they will never be there. It's very unfortunate because I just want Larry Fitzgerald to win a Super Bowl. That's all I want, you know, after the Bears hey. winning another one. That's all I want is for Larry Fitzgerald to finally do it. And, I mean, with me, I kind of want to make a prediction, but I can't because— This is yours? I have both the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I will say this, though, and this will be kind of— my little spoiler for the video, you'll have to check out for the exact thing. Cardinals are going to be a playoff team. There's no doubt about it. For sure. And I just feel like Carson Palmer, if he can stay healthy, could be, he can have a really good season. And this might be the season where he says, you know, fuck it. This is going to be my best year. So I can go, <laughs> on, like, go out on top. This season, I'm going to be healthy all 16 games. I decide that this one's going to be well, it. And I mean, the one thing I keep looking at these free agent, like either signings or releases for the Cardinals, the guys they got rid of, like I mentioned, Cromartie and Achel, but after that, Daryl Dockett, and eh, kind of a big loss, but whatever. No, no. Ted Ginn Jr., You're Rob right Hausler, it's like those guys aren't big losses by any. Dan Williams, defensive tackle, are you, mm-hmm. are you like, oh man, we lost Danny Boy? 
No, you're not. Yeah, it's just, this team is still going to ride the defense, much like the the Seattle Seahawks. It just needs the offense. Uh, the they Bruce need the Arians offense. It just needs to be there. I mean, it's hard to. I mean, they were winning games with second and third string quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to do, and well, it's very unfortunate that it's hard to do. This is a team. This is that's a team that's they're saying, "Hey, uh, New England, any chance you don't want that Garoppolo?" Well, we now, want him. I wouldn't say that. The thing I was going to say is, they need a quarterback is, somewhere. If this team had as stifling as a defense mm-hmm. as the Seahawks, you take the Cardinal offense and the Seahawks defense and put that on one team, Super Bowl every single year. Well, yeah, I mean that, that's the dream team. Super Bowl not every the, year. Not like, the Philadelphia the, dream team, the, the real N- one. That's the NFC West dream team. You don't have to mm-hmm. take anybody from the 49ers, nobody from— You know what? I'll take Todd Gurley just so I can have that same bruiser behind Marshawn Lynch. That'd be, that'd be brutal. Or just to replace Andre Ellington because, I mean— I mean, I, yeah. I, I do wonder—obviously, you want to believe in Carson Palmer as the Arizona Cardinals. You want to, but there's got to be talk in there that's saying, hey, we got to get somebody who we can rely on, right? And we need a even if he's a Jake Delhomme style because I want to keep mentioning Jake Delhomme. Yeah. Uh, if even if you need that guy, like you need to get somebody who's going to be there because Carson Palmer can get you to that Super Bowl. He can probably win you a Super Bowl with this team, but the problem is he's not going to be there. He's and not I mean, going to be on the field. This team last year started eight and one. Mm-hmm. They were great. Nine and one. They started nine and one, and then from week twelve. When they lost to Seattle for the first time in Seattle, that nineteen to three game, they just went two and four and just fell right off. Because for a while, we were thinking, okay, this could be the year we get the one two team as division winner, and then the second team in the conference is a wild card team for sure because they didn't win the division. Yeah, and to be fair, you know, like I said, Carson Palmer's not playing those those games. Uh, Drew Staten, I believe, is playing most of them. Well, here's the games Carson Palmer played. He played week one against San Diego, the 18-17 to win. Then he played week six when they beat Washington. Then week seven, week eight, week nine, week ten. Then he was, he was injured again. Yeah, he, he never lost. He never lost. So theoretically... 16-0. They wouldn't have lost. I was waiting for you to say it, Mark, but... They're going to go 16-0 and this year if Carson Palmer stays healthy, right? If he's there. I just wonder, I mean, I get Carson Palmer's your quarterback. He's a 35-year-old quarterback. I get it. I'm saying if he stays healthy. But ooh. the problem is, you statistically, you just know he's not going to be healthy. He's not going to be out there. He's not going to be playing. So I don't know, though. Don't I, you want I, I to get hope. somebody else? I mean, we all have hope, right? We all believe the Browns are wearing a brighter color orange this year. Yeah, but they don't, don't need, you like the, the Cardinals don't need. They do. They got, obviously for this do. Year, they keep for, losing. For this year, they got the guy. They Drew, don't, though. Drew Stanton He's not there. can be that guy. And the way I Drew say Stanton that is was not a guy. Was Bruce not there. Arians is he's confident in any of the guys he throws out there because Stanton knows well, he believes where he in his system. Well, I mean that. I mean, Skelton's no longer there. You've got Logan mm-hmm. Thomas. Who they're are they going to convert him to tight end or not? And then they've got Harnish. Is they're they're carrying four quarterbacks right now. Mm-hmm. Chandler Harness is probably not going to be on the roster when the regular season starts, but Drew Stanton to Bruce Arians is he's confident in that backup in case Palmer goes down, but they're hoping that Palmer doesn't go down. I mean, that's the hope. Right? Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure Bruce Arians is not part of the 
Belichick coaching tree, right? No, he came from the Chuck Pagano. Oh, Pagano. Okay, he came from the Colts. Remember? Well, yeah, but because I mean, Pagano, who, he, who did he tie back to? He tied back to Bill Cowher, I think. I might be wrong on that. I no, just feel he like was, he's got one of those big I, I, guys. I'm gonna fact check you, but he was not a when you Belichick go when you tree. go. Just because I mentioned that, just because he seems like a Belichick, I believe in my system. I don't care who I get out there; he's gonna win. Yeah, games. he was he was with the Steelers from 04 to 06 and 07 okay. to 11, so it had to be Cowher. Yeah, so that makes sense. I mean, he just he's just a guy who does believe in that system. I just sit here from an outsider's perspective. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to criticize Carson Palmer. There's nothing wrong with this Cardinals team except for the fact that the quarterback gets hurt too much. And, you know, Drew Stanton has proved that he can win more games and he'll lose. He will do good. Uh, He won't do great. You know, he's not going to throw that many interceptions, but his touchdown-interception ratio is not very good. Uh, So, I mean, you don't feel bad when you have Drew Stanton, but, man, would you like to have a real starting quarterback, right? He was with, and this is just me doing some research right now, mm-hmm. for his first two years in 04, and 04, 05, 06, he was the wide receivers coach under Cower, then took and then switched in 2007 to 11 as the offensive coordinator under Mike Tomlin. Mm-hmm. Which are great. So he was under he was under Co- he was under Bill Cower. He was the offensive coordinator other uh, under Tomlin from seven to eleven. Then was the OC slash interim head coach yep. in twenty twelve for the Colts. For sure. So I mean I don't know. I mean the reason I kind of am am stuck on this quarterback discussion because there's nothing bad about the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Everything else about them is great. The only other thing that we need to mention with the, the Arizona Cardinals, well, I mean, yeah, the quarterback's the only thing there. You but, mean in addition? Yeah, okay. the only thing in addition is we got to mention Dr. Jen Welter. Yeah, making history. First female coach. She's going to be coaching the linebackers, linebackers mm-hmm. um, which is cool. I mean, really, is it going to make any difference? No, but it's awesome that it happens. Congrats. Well, and the one thing I think of with this, mm-hmm. it's kind of what's the word I'm looking for? It's the. It's opportune that this mm-hmm. happened now because think of the NBA, what I was talking about before me and Dave recorded the fast break this weekend. If you go into the NBA, what's the talk around town with uh, female coaches? Becky Hammond. Yeah. Is she going to be the first female head coach in the NBA? It's just kind of opportune that that's going on in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Boom. This happens with Doctor. You gotta say Doctor Jen Welker. Yes, exactly. She's with gonna, the, the doctor is uh, is you know, in the see, building now. You know, it's the only thing that bugs me about this and that before, she likes to be called Doctor. Well, and before the internet trolls start typing at their keyboards, the only thing that bugs me is like on ESPN when they go, "I think this is the first. Yeah, it's we like, believe. Could you, could you do some fucking fact checking for I, me? I don't understand that because in my mind, I'm like, shouldn't it have been documented if there was? Maybe they're saying like. In, you know, year one it would of be, the NFL, there may have been It would kind of be like when the Colts and the Bears met in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If ESPN just went and said, I believe this is the first Super Bowl between two African-American head coaches. Yeah. Not sure. Not but sure. I think that this Not is the gonna case. Not going to fact check it. Um, just going to Should probably think. be documented if it's the first. Yeah. That's the only thing that bugs me with this. But let's move on to a team that. Is to me going, and I can say this because finally we get to a team that you did the preview for. This is going to be the last place team. I think I have them one or two wins. The Rams in the conference. No, the 49ers, okay. man. 49ers, they they lose their guard. 
uh, Micah Patu to the mm. Cardinals. I mean, they add Torrey Smith. Yeah. They replace him for Crabtree, who went to the Raiders. They add Frank Gore, who was like, I'm going to go to Philly. No, no, no. I'm going to go to, or no, they lose Frank Gore. He was yeah. going to go to Philly, went to the Colts. Colts. They add Reggie Bush. Which, you know, not added much. They add a lot of, like, lower guys, You're too. missing a big one, Phillip too. Philip Wheeler, Ray McDonald left, Stevie Johnson left. Who am I missing? Coach. Harbaugh's oh, gone. Harbaugh's gone. Harbaugh's right. gone. I actually just today, uh, just funny coincidence, I happened to be looking at the uh, University of Michigan's admissions Facebook <laughs> page, um, job-related-wise, and I was looking at it, and they had a picture of Harbaugh, and they're like, you never know who you're going to run into on campus. And I just saw him like, I just smiled. I'm like, how cool is that? Like these people at the university of Michigan and those players are getting this, this high, uh, professional coach who went to the super bowl, went to two, you know, championship games. And now he's just your, I just think that's amazing. Just by happenstance luck. The fact that people couldn't get along, you get probably the mm-hmm. best coach besides Nick Saban in college football. I, it just has to be mentioned. And I would maybe put Urban Meyer above him as well. You know, I do love Urban Meyer. You, so I you got Saban Urban and Urban Meyer. Some people would put some other coaches above him too, but, I mean, look at what he did at Stanford. Yeah, and you're just coming off of, you know, Super Bowl and NFC Championship game. Like, that's a pretty big mm-hmm. deal there too. Uh, but to get back to the 49ers, I don't know how they let Harbaugh leave. Um, I still so vehemently did not believe that it would happen. I, I just, was wrong. I, I was just wrong. don't know how Tom Sula is going to. It's going to be a disaster, How he's going right? to pull this team. Well, because not just that. Then after that happened, you had like, it seemed like every week, 49er players were, were just retiring, retiring yeah. because either they don't want to play anymore or they're afraid they're, like, they're going to get hurt. Okay. And I get the. I, I get the one where it was, okay, I feel like I'm going to do injury to my head and mm-hmm. I'm just going to retire. I get it. Sure. I get it. Don't However, you sit there and wonder about their like strength and conditioning, though, where you're like, all your players are kind of nervous they're going to get hurt? Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that a cultural problem of like, I don't know, maybe you guys need to get better, you know, tr- training staff, better training, uh, the strength and conditioning, like I said, do something. I mean, we don't have this issue with all the other teams. And I just fact-checked myself. I'm still going to bring it up because he played with the 49ers last year, mm-hmm. but he was supposed to play with the Panthers this year. It's like I saw yesterday, Jonathan Martin, the young guard who's my age, 25, said, yeah, you know what, I'm just going to hang up the cleats. Yeah. I'm done with football. It's interesting. I mean, and, you know, we had uh, Jake Locker, of course, who did it too. Surprise the Titans. Uh, although he might have seen the writing on the wall mm-hmm. and, and knew that his this, his career was over. Um, but if anything, that inspires you to stay, right? Because then you just sit on the bench and let Mariota do it. Um, but it's, I don't know, it just seems like this offseason, everything went bad for the 49ers. And there's the question marks from Colin Kaepernick last year. He didn't play all that well last year. Um you lost the running back. Your defense is still good, but Anthony, Vic Fangio's gone. Anthony Davis, not the Anthony Davis from mm-hmm. uh, the NBA, but 25-year-old offensive tackle retired. You lost Patrick Willis. I'm sure you would love to have the NBA's Anthony Davis if you could put him mm-hmm. in the tight end position. Um, but, I mean, you. I just remember with this, too, as the Bears fan here, that Vic Fangio leaving is huge. 
Chris Borland was the guy's name. I was looking for it so Mm. much. So you have, I mean, this defense, which has been built up so well, and it's always been top top five defense. Yeah, but look at all the names I was saying. You got... Mm. Chris Borland's gone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're go- Willis like, it's is all gone. falling apart, right? To me, the things that this team, the defense to me, I mean, I don't even know what to think of this defense because I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to be that but, good. But, I mean, you still have Bowman. You still have Smith. Uh, you still have Reed out there. Like, you have yeah. good quality players. But I, just I think without think, the system, is it I, going to stay? I just think that Tom Sula is not going to be. Because here's the thing about Harbaugh. You can hate him and say he's not a people person. But he got results on the field. Mm -hmm. And I go back to me and Brandon talked about this. And if you have not, I will put a link down in the comment section because everyone's got to see this. Colin Cowherd, before he got fired or resigned from ESPN, had Jim Harbaugh on his radio show. Worst interview I've ever did you did you see that interview? I didn't watch it, but I've been I've been told about it after the podcast. I'm going to play it for Mm -hmm. you. Actually, no, actually, you did play it for did me. Did I? Yeah. The one that was so awkward. Yeah. And he just, it was like, you know he's what? Just done. Fine. Bye, Jim. He, Cowherd said it there, and it's so true. As he said, I'm going to get my guys that I, I'm friends with mm-hmm. in San Francisco emailing me now saying, that's what we were trying to tell you. That's how he is. But he won. But he wins games. That's yeah. the thing. And Tom Sula. Maybe a friendly, maybe a totally different guy than Harbaugh, mm-hmm. but they're not going to win games. And this is and an the Forty Niners off- were is, bad before well, Harbaugh came in. And this is an offense that you still have Carlos Hyde as your running back. Reggie Bush as a backup isn't that bad. You still have Vernon Davis. You still have Anquan Bolden. You add Torrey Smith. Mm-hmm. But to go off of your point, the reason why they were bad was um, his name's blanking me. Eighty-five Bear. Singletary. Oh, Singletary. He was just a terrible coach. Yeah. He could not control that team. And with Vernon Davis, when Vernis, Vernon Davis threw a hissy fit, Singletary clashed heads when that's not what you want to do with Davis. Yeah. But, I mean, the the problem is Harbaugh completely turned this team around and got them winning. All Not all these guys, but a lot of these guys are used to Harbaugh being the kind of coach he is and getting them to all perform well. Jim and Tom- now you have something completely different. Jim Tom Sula has the hardest job of any head coach in this league. Without and he has this the season. Strong possibility of a one year turnaround. You know, I, I hate to think he'll get shutted, but there's a strong possibility that he does. It, because if it think you know about the four You know what sucks though? It mm-hmm. sucks to say, oh well you only get you say the term one year turnaround and this is a team that before last season was, like you said, straight back-to-back-to-back yeah. to back NFC title games. Exactly. And, and I just think that right now, because neither one of us are high on the 49ers at all. We're oh, both very super, low on the 49ers. I am super low on the 49ers. We're not going to talk about the schedules right now. You can check out the the you know the preview videos that mm-hmm. we do. But they're not winning very many games. And their schedule is incredibly no. difficult. Incredibly difficult. And if you are, you know, Tom Sula here, and you win two games... I'm sorry, you're gone. You're out the door because we just went back to back to back. One of those we went to, uh, actually, uh, yeah, one of them they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, I, I almost said two, that but that's not ball, quite accurate. But, uh, but you, you I were also say, eight and eight last year. So I just you want to say one thing about the schedule, and I know I'm not asking you for your opinion because mm-hmm. this was your territory for the yeah. Preview, check that video out. But you look at I'm going to say their first seven games. Mm-hmm. The Viking game to start the season, 
I'm going to let my Viking bias kind of get pushed to the side a little bit. Is it a winnable game? Sure. Do I see the 49ers winning it? No. Then you have Pittsburgh, Arizona, Green Bay. Mm-hmm. A game against the Giants where it's like, okay, you might be able to win that one. Then Baltimore, Seattle. There's a great chance. Like, if you are 2-5 and five after that, you're being like, okay, that's a win. But you could be 0-7 to start the season. Easily. Yeah, it's not good. It doesn't look that, good. Because that Seattle game may be at home, but that's against Seattle. But that Arizona game's in Arizona. You're playing Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. You're playing at New York. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that the, you know, that the 49ers will pull out a few games uh, that we don't expect. But if things just don't go well, if Colin Kaepernick's just not playing at the at the level that he played for Harbaugh those, you know, like those first couple years for. Talk about a guy who could see his career end. Yeah, pretty or his, much. Or his run in the uh, 49er I mean, jerseys. He could be kicked out. You have Tom Stilla get kicked out. You could have players just being like, no, I want out because this just is a disaster. Um, you know, it doesn't look good. It could easily go very badly, and the 49ers mm-hmm. could be at the bottom again, which is unfortunate because the 49ers were at the bottom for a long time. And they finally had good things going for them, and for it all to fall apart so fast is very unfortunate for that fan base. Um, I mean, I don't really have too much more to say about the 49ers I was gonna right say, now. I say, let's get to the Rams, the last team in this division. They make the big trade, adding Nick Foles. They make the splash, 10th overall pick, adding Todd Gurley. Now you have Trey Mason and Todd Gurley, two of the best SEC runners in college football mm-hmm. the past two college seasons. And to look at their free agency, they add guys like Akeem Ayers and Nick Fairley on defense. They keep Kenny Britt. Yeah, they lose guys like Jake Long, Joe Barksdale. They lose Sean Hill to the Vikings. Alex Carrington, but these are all guys where it's like, whatever, you can leave. These are the Rams to me are a tricky team. Am I super high on them? No, but I'm not super low on them. Let's put it that way. I think that the the Rams and the Cardinals are in very interesting position because they're going to butt heads quite a bit. Um, Well, it depends on what Nick Foles are we going to see. The Nick Foles that we saw two years ago is quite possibly the same as Peyton Manning. Or last year. Who's normal. Because last year, let's be honest, Nick Foles took a step back. Yeah, quite a bit. I mean, it's it's hard to not take a step back when you're being compared to Peyton Manning. Um, <laughs> well, in the, from the mouth of Mark Weber. From the mouth of some, of some would say. But he's um, still, last season, took I say, quite he, a big took, step back, I say yeah. he took a step back, but he still threw for over 2,000 yards. Mm. Still had The only thing that sucked for him was his touchdown to interception ratio. It was pretty bad. He went from 27 to 2. To thirteen to ten. Yeah, that's pretty bad. He got he, hurt. Of I course. know he we did, had that in there. He we did play what that. five less games. Mm-hmm. But this is he's got the he's got the caliber. I just don't get. I mean, with the Rams, I just don't get it. Let's trade an injured quarterback for an injured quarterback. For the Rams, I think they're better off. The the upside for Nick Foles is way higher than, than Sam, Sam Bradford. Bradford. You've seen what Sam Bradford's got. We still have a little bit of Nick Foles to see. Plus, I think this is a contract year for Bradford, right? It is. Yep. It definitely is, and I think he's going to expect that big contract. Now he And you knew the Rams weren't going to give him a big contract. No, they were going to let him leave. Uh, they were going to say, all right, uh, box of cookies, um, <laughs> to which he would say, no, thank you. Here's your settlement package. Pretty much. You know, the unfortunate thing for the Rams, because I definitely think the Rams are a team that can get to the playoffs, is the schedule's difficult, um, and... 
it, it, I mean, you do have that quarterback question mark. I don't think it's going to be too bad. I think that they're going to be f- pretty happy with Nick Foles. Um, but the the problem for me for the Rams getting in is just I don't think that they're at Arizona Cardinals level. They're just below it. And I think that the Arizona Cardinals are going to have that spot locked up. And then, of course, who are you competing with? You're competing with the Lions. You're competing with the Vikings well, to get in there. And not, you got I mean, quite a bit of competition. And I talked about the 49ers schedule like this, so I'm going to say the same thing about the Rams. Mm-hmm. They got the week six bye. Just look at their first five games. Versus Seattle, at Washington, versus Pittsburgh, at Zona, at Green Bay. Unless yeah. RG3 lights you up week two, you're either 1-4 and four or 0-5 oh going into your bye. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's only because the four, team, the four other teams you play are top caliber teams. Yeah, it's not sure. like I'm saying, oh, the Rams are bums, get out of town. Packers, Cardinals, Steelers, and Seahawks are reputable teams. Mm-hmm. And you got first five games, four of them are against those four. Fortunately, you do get to come back and play the Browns, the 49ers, the Vikings, <laughs> well, the Bears. Okay. The Vikings and maybe the Bears are mm-hmm. taking a step up from Niners and Browns. Oh, for sure. It gradually but gets harder. those are again. all winnable games. Like, you can win. You know, I think that's the thing. That's my summary for the Rams. The Rams are a toss-up team. You just got the majority the of these games, games. Yeah, the majority of the games after that are flip a coin. There's can, three. You can win it or lose there's, it. After their bye, there's three that I would maybe put as automatic losses at Baltimore, at Seattle, versus Arizona. Mm-hmm. Like those, if I had to, I would just push those three that, into automatic loss yeah. territory. The other ones, it's like, sure, go to town. You could win them. Exactly, and that's the thing for the Rams. They are a team that is right at their... They're not one of those teams that are going to automatically beat a lot of teams by default, but they're a team that pretty much every game they go into, unless it's Seattle, Arizona, you know, the Packers, like we've said, they're, every single game they go in there, they have a very good shot of winning that game. They can go in, they can win. Well, and then when you have two running backs like Trey Mason and Todd Gurley, I'm so mm-hmm. excited to see. Pound I feel like he has the... Mm-hmm. He has the potential to be the Marshawn Lynch of the St. Louis Rams. Now, of course, we do need to mention that Brian Cook, uh, or Brian Quick, my mistake, Kenny Britt, you know. Not the best receivers. Yeah, not good receivers uh, is the correct phrase that you meant. Um, <laughs> they still got Stedman Bailey, you Tavon know, Austin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they just got to catch the ball. They don't have Tavon to be great. Tavon Austin has to catch the ball and then run all over the place. They just have to catch the ball. That's Jared all they Cook, do. honestly, is probably your best receiving option at the tight end position. Just because a big guy who, who's a nice safety check. Like, there's not much there. They really need that power running to be huge to be this on, year. To be honest, or TBH as the cool kids are saying nowadays. They do. Name mm-hmm. me name me a uh, Seattle wide receiver that was Hall of Fame category. Jimmy Graham. He, not, not until before this year. Jimmy Graham. Yeah, exactly. They so had hey, they like, had Percy Harvin like showed up. Oh bullshit! He, he played, showed up. Yeah, in the in Super the Bowl. Super Bowl which yeah, is yeah, what mattered. Yeah, that was the, the only, only game he, he played. But I feel like Fisher is just saying, "Hey, you know what? I see what the Seahawks are doing in our division offensively. Let's if try to do the same thing." If it worked for the Seahawks, it, it could work, work for us. the Rams. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that, Fisher, but, um, you know, at least I, I Plus, appreciate where you're headed. Fisher at. is a good coach, and he has been to the Super Bowl before. Yes. He was one yard short from winning the Super Bowl over the Rams. Whoa, blow your mind. Isn't it is that a, a little Isn't bit. that a little irony? Um, you no, know, he's coaching the Rams, Mark. He is. He is. Um, <laughs> Mark's like, shut up, Ricky. 
Just sometimes you gotta just let Ricky do his thing and just keep <laughs> keep it moving a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I for the Rams fans out there, they definitely have something to be excited about. The future is looking good for the Rams. Like I've always, the unfortunate for the Rams is the division that they're in. Mm-hmm. It used to be because there were three good teams. Now it's yeah. because there's two good teams, and that still sucks. Because you think about it, for the Rams, these are the teams that they need to be bad. They need the Lions to not be that good. They need the, the Vikings. Vikings to not be good. They need the Eagles to not be that good. The Cowboys. We're just going to give it to the Packers. But they need all those teams. And but you're not just going to give it to the Cowboys? No, because I think the, the Cowboys and Eagles are a toss-up for oh, okay. who wins that division. Um, so, I mean, you got th- arguably you have three teams because someone has to win the division. Or they have to hope the NFC South is so bad again that the division winner isn't even as good as them. But even then, they still have you know, know. three teams they're competing with for that. It's I don't just think not they a make good the playoffs. Spot. I don't think they do because the mm-hmm. only way they're making the playoffs is if this division becomes the AFC North, where three teams get in. The AFC. Oh yeah, the AFC North is very. Where you'd have Pittsburgh, Cincy, and Baltimore. Yeah. I don't think this division is going to be like that. It would be tough, and I think you know the the schedule is just too hard for the Rams how this about, year. How about we do this kind of end of the podcast? Mm-hmm. What we've done for each preview, who wins the division, how many teams make the playoffs? Um, well, the Seahawks are going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, you think so? I do. I don't know who else in the who is who in the NFC is going to beat this team right now. Packers. That's about it. The, it's either going to be the Seahawks Seattle or Packers. Seahawks have had the Packers number every time. No, no, but that's the only team that I could see beating them. I'm not going to say they that can't. they are, but those are to me the two teams that I are mean, Super Bowl Seattle, worthy right it, now. Seattle is Aaron Rodgers' kryptonite what it comes down to eventually eventually you have to overcome david has to beat goliath yeah because they pay russell wilson too much money that they can't keep that defense together. or i'm just going to use the biblical uh analogies because we're talking about the seahawks and we russell are. wilson's on the seahawks mm-hmm. so i think uh i mean literally there's no the cowboys beat the seahawks last year because the seahawks sucked at the beginning yeah um you know we have that going for and i actually still thought Last year, I thought the only team in the playoffs that could have beaten the Seahawks was the Dallas Cowboys. It's the only team I thought they had the chance to beat them. Um, they just play; they just would play yep. them better than the Packers would. Uh, they didn't have that opportunity, unfortunately. Um, but uh, the Seahawks get to win the division. Um, what was the next question you asked? How many teams are in the playoffs? Two. So you think, I know who you're going to say. Yeah, the Cardinals. Yeah, same They're with there. me. Seahawks are going to win it. Cardinals are going to get into the playoffs as a they'll get the fifth seed. Vikings will get the sixth seed. That's what I'm going with. Sticking true to my prediction, Mark, that the Vikings are going to make the playoffs. No, I'm going to say not two teams in the NFC North. In the NFC East is where you get two teams. One last thing to kind of wrap this up. The non-NFC West thing I wanted to save till the very end, a little snippet. Thoughts on the Tom Brady. The and fact the, the that Tom he's... Brady, that he's still right now, as of mm-hmm. right now, he will be sitting four games, but they're going to take it to court. I'm actually very surprised that the NFL didn't say, okay, fine, we'll give you two. Because I thought that's what four games was, so that way they could get the two. Um, I, You know what? Props to the NFL. They're saying, hey, uh, we're pretty damn sure you cheated. We're suspending you for these four games. We're not budging. You're suspended for these four games. I think Tom Brady should just shut up and take the, the punishment. But for I'm, his legacy's sake, he has to agree, I did not do anything wrong. I need to fight this. You know, he needs to do everything in his power to to not have the, you know, the little nick on his legacy. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo sitting there going, shut up, Tom. I want to play those games. <laughs> I want to play these games. I want a contract somewhere. 
Maybe New England. No, I mean, for the N- I feel like the NFL needed this mm-hmm. only because how many times has it been, well, okay, you're going to get your suspension reduced to two. And here's the bigger thing. Le'Veon Bell, who I believe his four-game suspension was for steroids uh-huh. or for PEDs, he had four games. It got reduced to two. Tom Brady cheated. His state at four. Allegedly. Yeah. But his um, state at four. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell took steroids, got it reduced to two. Also cheating. I know. St- no, that's what I'm saying. But like, it's just, it has one of those NFL It hasn't been in the, I mean, if you're keeping it across the board, just keep all, I don't get why these have to be appealed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it kind of because you need to check some balances kind of thing. Yeah. However, just don't cheat then. Well, don't I mean, use PEDs. Don't do this. Don't do that. If you don't want to go to jail, just don't do crime. You know? I know it's, I, one of those it's worked out for me in my first twenty-five years of life. No, I mean, you can whether you want to believe that the that the Patriots cheated or not, and whether you want to believe it had any effect on that game and where the Colts only scored like one touchdown. You know what's the funniest thing about this though? Huh? The two teams that came out and said, "Yeah, if uh, it gets reduced, we're going to appeal it." Do you know? Do you remember which two, or do you know which two? Um, I do not remember. Can you take a wild guess at which two? Probably the Colts, and then I don't know, maybe the Patriots, the Ravens. Wow! Think about it. The two teams that Tom Brady has beat down mm-hmm. in the AFC title game in the last few years. That makes sense. That makes sense. But that is going to do it here for our kind of, and we kind of ended on a different topic, but NFC West preview. A little bit longer than the other cast, but. It was a good one. I think it was a good one. You can leave the comments down below in the comment section. Tell us your thoughts on anything with the NFC West. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Are are we wrong about anything? Because we probably are, and you think that we are wrong. If you like the podcast, hit the like button. If you loved it, hit that subscribe button. I want to thank everyone for checking out today's podcast. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.